great. Oh, then do you guys mind if I post any um, video from this on Instagram? No, that's why I fixed my hair. <laughs> great. Hello and welcome to Birder, I Barely Know Her, the only birding podcast where uh, we woke up way earlier than we thought we were going to. Um, I am your host, Dewey Cassidy, along with my co-host, Jessica Cristiano. How's it going, Jess? Good. I'm tired. Yeah, we're, we're both pretty tired. We had an early morning today. Um, we, you know, typically get up a little later, but thankfully we had some very eager guests, so it worked out. We, oh yeah, you interrupted. Do you want to talk about that? I guess the reason I am so sleep the reason I'm so sleepy is because as I was getting ready for bed last night is I found there was a cockroach on my wall and I said that's disgusting and I panicked uh, I sprayed like a bag that I had tucked away for a while and then I threw that in the bathtub to rinse it off as I was doing that like a whole family of cockroaches came out of the bag because they were living there because I hadn't used it in so long and I wanted I I hate cockroaches do you feel conflicted at all that you're very pro-tenant, anti-landlord, but you've evicted a family of cockroaches? Okay, that's a good point. But I am building equity. Oh, that is true. Yeah, we didn't think about that. Because it's very hard to be a landlord. People don't think about that. Well, we should bring in our guests, but before we do, um, we're trying out a new podcasting software. Um, for some reason, it's highlighting one of our guests' faces, specifically on my feed. So I see them, and then the three of us are very small. And so every time we talk, we get a fun little, like, emotional, silent reaction from them. It's like having our own little reaction GIF in the corner. It's a lot of fun. That's how you're seeing it? Um, but let's bring... What? That's how you see it? That's how I see it. When I see it, it's uh, Amy is gigantic. Everybody else is so tiny, and I don't know why. <laughs> but uh, let's bring on our guests. So um, we have our friends and fellow volunteers, uh, Kelby George and Amy Sullivan. Welcome to the podcast. How, how's it going, guys? Good. Sorry for making you wake up. Oh so no, early. don't. It's not your fault that we went to bed late. The 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 early was not the problem. It was uh, <laughs> different point, different things in our lives causing us to stay up too late. So, how do we all know each other? By the way, Fila. We're all Fila volunteers. Yeah, I actually think I started right before Kelby became a lead. I think you had your first lead shift on like one of my um, early shifts, Kelby. Well, I'm so. so but sorry now we're about all that. leads. <laughs> Why are you sorry about that? I imagine, you know, it's, it's chaotic, you know. It's freaking out. It's probably having panic attacks about being late. For well, I was not there for your first shift. I was there for everyone saying, and Kelby had his first lead shift, oh, and we okay. all had to applaud for you. So uh, <laughs> that was... Uh, you know, like when a child, yeah. like, sits in their father's lap and drives for the first time, everyone just, like, claps. Everyone... <laughs> Do you clap when that happens? Like the the dad pulls out, like everybody, please clap for my son. He was just on yes. my lap. When you when you do that, you you know go down the block a little bit. You get out of the car. All your the butler, wait staff, your tired skin of families there, and then they clap you as you get paraded back to the house. That happened for everyone, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, totally. Yeah, we all grew up in Utah. We Very all know nice. how it yes. goes. The classic. Um, my Utah dad life. first. Ta- my dad. <laughs> my dad first taught me to drive on a stick shift. Um, and I didn't understand downshifting, and I thought that you had to stop and then downshift and then stop and then downshift. So I was so afraid of downshifting in time for a stop sign that I refused to go over 15 miles an hour. And so my dad brings us up to this day. He's like, you can go faster. And I'm just like, I'm very comfortable with the speed I'm going right now, actually. That, like, describes your personality so well. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what? 
That's a very Dewey story. It's <laughs> like, nope, this is good. This is good. We don't need to do it anymore. Um, my. All right, we're getting a, a live update of Kelby's re- or of Amy's opinion of me. So. <laughs> I love you. Mark it down, everyone. Uh, my mother taught me how to drive in a cemetery because she said I probably couldn't kill anybody there. <laughs> and it's like 15 miles okay. an hour. That's where you like learn how to drive the car for the first time. Uh, actually, yeah. Where did you learn to drive, Kelby and Jess? I was gonna say my the first car I ever drove was a semi truck loaded with like cars because I, I think my dad thought it was. Were you stealing? Like was that? No, my dad was is a truck driver, and I he just I think he thought it was like funny to have me drive the semi truck as the first car I ever drove. It is. Uh, and I was how old were you? Like eight, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like it was legit terrifying. I remember shaking the entire time, and like, cause I, where were you guys driving? Like, how could you even reach the pedals? Yeah, I he you can lower the seat a lot, and it was just like him kind of steering, or like I me steering as he was just kind of letting me drive around the parking lot a little bit. But actually, no, like it was like. I, I, now I'm remember, remembering it. It was like legit in the middle of him working. He was like, "Why don't you try driving the truck back to go get this other car?" And I was just like, "What?" And he's like, "It's all fine." And he was just laughing the entire time because I was just like, <laughs> "Like." <laughs> I love. There's always that move of like when somebody does things stupid in traffic and it pisses you off, so you drive ahead to see who they are so you can be mad at them. <laughs> and I love the idea of being cut off by a semi and you drive up and there's a crying eight year old who's like, "I don't know what's going yeah. on." <laughs> As a southern man just smokes a cigarette out the window and laughs. <laughs> yes, yeah, so was th- was this in Utah? Uh, I think this was in Utah. Yeah. Okay. Jess, where did you learn to drive? I learned to drive in my middle school parking lot in my mom's VW Bug, and um, the seats in that car are like they don't go very forward and very up. So we, my sister and I, both had to sit on a pillow while we learned to drive. <laughs> <laughs> like you just had ass surgery. Yeah. Were you also eight years old? I was probably as tall as an eight-year-old. I still am. Yeah, I was going to say, did you and your sister have to learn how to drive in, like, a trench coat where, like, one of you did the pedals and one of you did the steering wheel? Yeah. And to this day, that's how we drive. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Driving? Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, was there, like, a spot in your guys' like, town home, like, where people would, like, oh, yeah, this is where we take our kids to learn how to drive? Because that's kind of how, like, the old abandoned, like, Air Force Base was for us. We just take people around there. Also had an abandoned Air Force Base. Whoa, because where'd you grow up again, Amy? Well, I grew up in Cleveland. Um, well, okay, so there's two oh, things. Yes. In, I should say the first time I ever drove, I was much younger. We were back in Illinois visiting family. I was maybe like 13. My mom let me drive in an abandoned Air Force base that's in Champaign-Urbana, which had these like big old like World War II planes that were just kind of like sitting around. But then in Cleveland, it was the abandoned car factories. Okay. So when you were in Cleveland, did you ever see Drew Carey when you were learning how to drive? No, but I did live down the street from his parents when I was younger, and they always gave out the good candy. Wow. And also, I worked oh, at a shit. pizza shop that he worked at as a teen, because not only is he from Cleveland, he's from the suburb of Parma that I'm from. So, Drew was a big name growing up. I think Wait, it was Parma, is that full of a bunch of Italians? Uh, no, it's full of a bunch of Polish people. It's a weird uh, combo. I think everyone just used their 
their elementary or middle school parking lot. But we did have, a, like, um, everyone from my town would go to a different DMV than the one that was, like, closer to us because it was easier to pass the test at um, uh, the certain DMV. That seems like it's... Yeah, I think in, like... That seems less than ideal. There was one in, like, Pleasanton, and there was a weird turn, and, like, people automatically failed every time. So people would what go to, like... What was the weird turn? I don't remember. Something was, like, hard about it, but it's also, like, you should know how to drive. Are you from the Bay Area, Jeff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Pleasant. My aunt and uncle live in Pleasanton. That's fine. I'm up there a lot. Oh, no way. Mm-hmm. I live in Livermore. Yeah. How, yeah. What do they think about the DMV? Uh, I mean... Both my cousins passed. Uh, I would say she probably went to the easier one, one of them, yeah. I failed three times on my DMV driving test before I finally passed. What? Whoa. What did you, you keep fucking only up? knew how to drive a semi-truck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, this car is too small. <laughs> yeah, it was like, this soy car is too small. I need a bigger car. No, I just get really nervous, I think, when I'm under pressure. <laughs> and I just kept on, like, fucking up. I remember, like, I would hit, like, curbs and stuff, like, but I would always, like, get, like, (laughs) one point above, like, failed, or, like, like, so just, like, just by a little bit, I failed every single time, and so the one time I, like, passed just by a little bit, and I was like, yes. (laughs) We're gonna put you on the road, kid. I, when my, one of my driving lessons, I almost fell asleep at the wheel. I was very sleep-deprived in high school, and it was very hot outside, so it was, like, perfect, like, nap temperature. Mm -hmm. And like I uh, said that in joke, like jokingly to my instructor, and he freaked out. <laughs> He's like, "Don't do that! <laughs> Don't fall asleep!" <laughs> and it was the first day that we tried the highway or freeway, so uh, naturally he was a little worried. Did you say it's okay? I got cruise control. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because cruise control pilots, yeah. as you know, it can it can turn and stuff. So, what's your experience with birds or birding? Uh, I've never been birding before. This is my first birding trip. Period. I don't know, Do you have any history with birds? Uh, yeah, yeah, mostly. Well, I had so I had a cockatiel growing up. Uh, well, you would not believe how many people come to this podcast that have owned birds in the past. I thought it was like a one in fifty thing. It's like everybody we brought on. Yeah, no, I had a. I did own a bird. Um, he was really sweet. His name was Snoopy, and Aww. he uh. He could say pretty bird, but then my little brother said stupid bird to him so much that after a while, all he could say was stupid bird <laughs> instead of pretty bird. That feels like a like a sort of um, take on bullying. You know how like you get bullied enough that you start believing what the bullies <laughs> tell you. Yeah, he thought he was really and, stupid. Uh, kids out there, you're not stupid. Um, my brother's goal in life was to get it to say swear words. So after <laughs> several years, it really just had a vocabulary of swear words over and over. Um, but he was a sweet, sweet little baby. Uh, he, I got him when I was like, God, he lived for forever. I don't know what the average lifespan of those things was, but uh, I got him when I was like really think, small. And then what is it? I think it's like at least 20 years. We had a guest on who knew a lot and I think told us last week and I've since forgotten, but uh they live quite a while. It's a big commitment. Yeah, it was. See, okay, I guess he didn't live that long. <laughs> oh. He did. This is getting sad now. Uh, he um, he got, like, a little overzealous one day. And, I mean, he, like, you know, you would clip their wings so they couldn't, like, fly around too much in the house. But he, uh, yeah. 
he did get a little far one day and he tried to uh we had a mirror in the dining room that I think he thought was maybe like a window. Mad as hell. He went. Oh my god. He just flew right into the, wind, the mirror? R.I.P. He flew into the mirror and like pretty hard and that's what happened with him. It was very devastating. I had him exposed like little and I was away at college when it happened. So that's welcome now. Jesus. <laughs> uh, Kelby, do you, do you have a happier... Uh, <laughs> history with birds and or birding well i i never had a bird growing up but i was really obsessed with bird nests for an odd reason like not necessarily the birds but i thought i think i thought the idea of like an animal building a little home was very cool uh i remember because my dad was a truck driver so we i would go with him on trips sometime across the country and like my mom gave me and we were going to be going through, like, a bunch of national parks, like, going across the Mississippi River. And so she gave me, like, a disposable yeah. camera to take photos of all these majestic sites I was going to see. And we got back, developed the photo, and it was just a series of blurry images of bird nests <laughs> all from the road, right? So, like, I would see a tree be like, oh, there's a bird nest in there. That's cool. I'd take a photo of it while driving. And so it was just a series of, like, blurred trees with, like, me being like, oh, that was a nest there. That was cool. And mom was just like, Kelby, like, you went to the Grand Canyon. And I was like bird nest <laughs> uh, that's a lot of fun but then uh, uh, I've gone birding a couple of times always with Dewey Dewey's been my birding guide my bird Yoda yeah that's yeah mm-hmm. that's my uh, official title mm-hmm. is bird Yoda because um, I'm just a green little freak <laughs> aren't we all anyway uh yeah, I, so I've, I've taken Kelby on a couple birding trips because I was leading SELA birding mm-hmm. trips where we as SELA as an organization would bring a few of us out and go check them out. Amy tried to go to the last one and we scheduled it on a day she couldn't make, which was cruel on my part. I promise I didn't do it on purpose. Um, but it doesn't matter because we got to go today and we went on a birding trip to the river, um, much like Bruce. By the way, there, um, I was going to say, much like the Bruce Springsteen song, we went down to the river. Apparently, there are multiple songs that start with go down to the river. I mentioned this exact song yesterday. It's like, oh, yeah, I went down to the river, and uh, don't worry, I didn't die, because that's one of the lyrics. But then, like, the person I was talking to was like, oh, did you shoot your baby? <laughs> and I was like, I was like what? She's like, yeah, you know the song where it's like, I went down to the river, and I shot my baby. And I was like, that's, I don't know what song that is. Turns out it's a Neil Young Neil song. Neil Young song, yeah. Yeah. I've never heard either of these I don't know songs. if it's a, a woman he loved or an actual baby, but... Uh, uh, babies. Woman he loved, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you shoot her on purpose? I have not heard this song. Uh, yeah, I think so, yeah. It was premeditated. Okay. Oh, wow. Good good, good for him. Uh, so, yeah. So, we, <laughs> um, we went on a birding trip today to the um, Los Angeles River. So, Jess, do you want to read off our birding list of birds we saw today? Do I? We saw great blue herons, song sparrows, black neck stilts, ravens, mallards, Egyptian geese, Canada geese, black phoebes, barn swallows, pigeons, uh, bush tits, a swift, red winged blackbirds, Cooper's hawk, and cormorants. Yeah, so we saw a ton of great stuff. So let's talk about that great blue heron. That was one of the first ones we saw. What do you guys think about the great blue heron? Love it. I love it's, I I love them. Because they remind me of Egypt. I like I like the Egyptian birds. A heron, heron, they're in Egypt, right? I feel like 
I don't know. I, I, I'm sure. I can look it up. I. <laughs> they uh, look like a bird that would be like a hieroglyph, you know? And I like that. Yeah. They do. I'm going to look it up now. I feel like there's, there's something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So there are, there are herons in uh, Egypt. They're extinct now, but there was a large heron called the Bennu heron. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm sure there are some that are around today. Um, folks at home, if you know of any herons in Egypt. Oh, yeah. There's an Egyptian heron. So, yeah, we're good. We're good. Okay. Anyway, yeah. So, yeah. Those guys are very cool. Um, so, for those of you who are not familiar with the great blue heron, they're exactly what their name sounds like. They're this big sort of blue-gray um, majestic heron, so it's like a crane or an egret sort of looking bird, um, with this like beautiful like blue streak on top of its head. These feathers that go back, and it's gigantic. And I was talking about them with you guys, so they're beautiful when they are in motion. We actually saw one about to hunt, which was really cool. Um, we did not stay for the end though because it was taking fucking forever to find a fish. But yeah, it was just like we saw it sort of yeah. slowly lifting its like leg out of the water and going back in, like stalking. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was either trying to hunt or practicing some dance moves. We weren't totally sure. But, uh, tai Chi. Yes, it's doing Tai Chi. It was early in the morning, so maybe yeah, it's uh, just doing its early morning exercises. Yeah, before it gets to the office, you know, um, cramped at a desk all day. It's yeah. Do some stretches in the water. Yeah, because it, it does not have a standing desk. It requested <laughs> one, but this ops hasn't gotten to it yet. Does take forever to get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was more excited when I first saw it before you told me it was super common. I thought I found something really special, but uh, I was still excited to see it. Yeah, I think I gotta stop doing that because you are not the first guest who said that similar sentiment to me, and I feel I'm just trying to convey information, and I feel like a dad that's like, you know, sand is not real. As a tour guide, you just have to make every moment special, even if mm-hmm. it's not. Yeah. So yeah. Well. Yeah. So I'm not, going forward. I'm just gonna lie through my teeth, like, oh my god, that bird Holy has never shit, been seen in, in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, as I mentioned before, they are all over the United States. So no matter what state you're listening to, unless you're our one Irish listener, um, you can find these guys in your local rivers and marshes. They're all over the country. They're very hardy. They're not, you know, bothered by like pollution or like car noise. They'll be anywhere. Even Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's cool about them is that what? No. Uh, I do not know why. I don't know. They just—I just know they do. Did you say um, in Hawaii or why? Oh, I said. Or I thought I said even in Hawaii. Oh, I thought you said. Do you know why? And I was like, I do oh. not know why they're hardy. Oh. Um, I actually don't know if they're in Hawaii. Um, Hawaii has their own sort of egrets that are offshoots of an egret species that was introduced there. They're those white um, cattle egrets, have... right? Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Amy knows. Amy, know. have you seen a great blue heron in Hawaii? I've never seen a great blue heron. There's just so many cattle egrets, though. Like, they're like seagulls. Yeah. Yeah, ha- by the way, we should have talked about your... Because you have family that you visit in Hawaii. Have you seen any cool birds in Hawaii? I'll be honest. I'm not usually looking for the birds. I'm more looking under the water. Yeah, because what do you typically do when you when you go there? Uh, so my whole family is... Uh, they're, they're really into scuba diving, so I go on a lot of dive yeah. trips, which is very similar to birding, but underwater, where you're just kind of swimming around looking for stuff. And I kind of started to do the same thing, where when I go diving with someone who hasn't been to Hawaii, and they're like, oh my god, a turtle! And I'm like, yeah, I've, there's like a hundred turtles around here. Like, they're cool. <laughs> they really are. But after you see so many, you're like, yeah, they're not that... Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, bird-wise... Well, we have, what, what are some of your favorite things you've seen scuba diving? Uh, oh, man. 
Well, I think there's like a couple things that you're always kind of looking for. Manta rays are like sort of, they're not like super uncommon, but they are like, it's funny because I've been diving with one of my cousins for like years. And on my, one of my first dives in Hawaii, I got like a bunch of them to come up and she just wasn't on that dive. And then like, probably like four, it's been four years she's lived there and she's never seen a single Manta. And then I went last uh, Christmas and she saw her first one. So that was like, they're, oh, wow. they're hard to find. Like, I've had luck finding them. Um, but they're yeah. just so cool and weird looking, and they can be so giant. Like, their wingspan can be, like, 15 or 20 feet, and they're, like, enormous. Um, I I did see uh, a lot of sharks last time I was there. There's, like, a lot of shark activity around the house. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was cool. Oh, I did a hammerhead dive once, so that was fun, where we specifically, like, saw wow. hammerhead sharks. Um, that was my 30th birthday when I saw a bunch of hammerhead sharks. Um, Whoa, oh. did, they, did they congratulate you? Happy birthday or anything? Or? Yeah, they got me a present, um, which was that they did oh, wow. eat my face off. No, uh, no. <laughs> they are actually very scared of humans. Hammerheads are kind of hard to find, and they're not, like, they're not, like, super aggressive. Like, they're not going to come towards you. They run away from you. So yeah. um, they were really far down below me. Like, they are further down than I could dive, and I just sort of, like, glided over them. Um, which, things that I never want to see, tiger sharks. Uh, those mm. are pretty terrifying, and those can be aggressive, and they will. Like, if you hear about shark attacks in Hawaii, those are generally the kind that you're hearing about, because um, they come into shore and they. But you know, you smaller things like nurse sharks and like black or white tip, like coral sharks that are smaller and yeah. just kind of like eating the small fish on the coral. Those are so fun to find. And uh, we saw, I saw a bunch of sharks. I went to Florida for a vacation one year. We went to an aquarium and saw a bunch of sharks and there's that like, cool exhibit where you can like touch the shark skin. And it's like rough and stuff. Um, we also saw some manatees and I remember there's a very funny moment where my aunt and my mom were with me looking at manatees and there's a manatee named Buffett. <laughs> and my mom, my aunt like looks at him and goes like, Oh my God, his name is Buffett. It's <laughs> <laughs> not, not his name. Auntie, it's Buffett. <laughs> I mean, wait, is that spelled the same? Neither of you were wrong. It's, I think Buffett has two T's and Buffet has one, but I could be corrected. Mm-hmm. We yeah. should go to Margaritaville. Yeah, Speaking we should go to Margaritaville. I used to volunteer at a, an aquarium, and they had these little sharks that I'm totally blanking on the name of, but we, like you could hold them and pet them. Maybe you shouldn't oh. have, but we they let us for some reason. <laughs> yeah you're not supposed to we, we just got in there yeah did you ever try to take one home no but it, they had the little the little sacks that have the eggs in them or whatever um oh like the little pouches like the mermaid purses mermaid purses yeah there's like some animal that lays eggs and it looks like a little purse that people used to be like oh it's a mermaid purse mm. it might be a different term than mermaid yeah purse, it might like... it might be that um but the sharks laid their babies in these little pouches almost and once they like hatched you could kind of like take those if you wanted yeah those oh. those wash up sometimes and people kind of you can keep they're like a hard plasticky feeling kind of shell yeah you can find them sometimes they're very weird the yeah. nene okay hawaiian birds they have this hawaiian goose and i was trying to remember the name of it um the nene it's like a striped goose oh. that is Wow. It's endangered, and it but it's like all over. 
they kind of stay a little bit higher in elevation, so they're not like down by the water, but the uh, they're all over Haleakala, which is like the main volcano in Maui. And if you're driving okay. up Haleakala, oftentimes you have to stop for Nene crossings because there's so many of them. Oh yeah, I see them. Very cool. Yeah, whenever I hear about a Hawaiian animal, I assume it's endangered because Europeans and Americans brought over rats and pigs and shit. Mm-hmm. And I just assume it destroyed the ecosystem. They don't have rabies on the inta- on all of the Hawaiian islands. There's no rabies, which is an interesting thing, which is why you really? cannot bring your dog. It's very hard to move a pet there. So, like, I visit quite frequently, and sometimes I want to bring my little dog, but I can't because it costs, like, yeah. thousands of dollars and takes months of testing. Wow. Well, that's cool, though. So you, you can get bit, you can bit, get bit by as many rats as you want in Hawaii. Uh, Sounds like paradise. <laughs> I can smother myself with honey and get bit by all the animals and be still perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah, because you you can't enjoy a vacation if you're not smothered in honey, right, Kelsey? No, I have to be smothered in honey. Like it's how I it's how I let loose. It's how I the everyday well, grind just slides away when I'm slathered in honey. That does bring me to something we should bring up at some point, uh, Kelby. How many years have you had a honey baked ham gift card in your wallet? Six. <laughs> so, there are three different conventional terms. You've had a honey-baked ham thing in your, gift card, in your wallet. I got the honey-baked ham gift card in the Obama administration. Okay. Yeah. That seems longer than six years. It might be know, more than six years. very tail end, I guess. Yeah, I was going to say. It might. I think it's... I, it might be seven or eight, actually. Now that I think about it. <laughs> Oh my god! Because I thought it was like, I had not graduated from undergrad. Oh my god! Yeah. Do they expire? Do we still use that? I, I used it. I used it a year ago at the classic Toluca okay. Lake Honey Baked Ham Store. Very nice. I can talk about too. I went to because I got. So everyone knows, my dad gets like two hundred dollar gift cards to Honey Baked Ham for his birth or for Christmas because he loves Honey Baked Ham. Well, and one year I'm he was sorry, like, "Here wait. you go, Kelby." Wait, yes. Is Honey Baked Ham a store? Yes, it's a store that they sell the Honey Baked Ham, a delicious ham covered in honey, and they also sell sandwiches and other food items too. I thought we were talking about the. Um, like, like a concept? Yeah, like the concept of a honey-baked ham. You can just go to any mm-hmm. store and they have to give it to you. I didn't understand at all. Uh-huh. You have like a black card? Uh, I've never heard of the store. Yeah. It's actually a fascinating chain because I had a, I've had i had a long conversations <laughs> with people who have run multiple honey-baked ham stores. Apparently, when the daddy honey-baked ham man died, it was split among all the kids. And it's a very succession-like situation where they all hate each other. And so they all divvied up the regions of the honey-baked ham empire. And so each of these little honey-baked hams are run differently. So, like, one in California is going to be a different selection, different like, differently run than the one in, like, Ohio. Yeah, the only thing more fascinating than the gift card is the fact that you know I, 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 I <laughs> <laughs> Look. You're, like, fascinated by it. Look, it's interesting. They, the, the, I would, when I would work at a theater during summers building sets, I would go during my week breaks and spend this honey-baked ham because $200 at a honey-baked ham goes like, oh long way in utah because apparently is ham cheaper in utah ham is so it it flows like water in utah ham the honey ham 
uh i would go there and like i i still have that gift card like i like and i've gone to that like i obviously i know a lot about honey big tam i've been to that store a lot i've talked to many employees yeah, I was going to preface this by saying I'm sure you're tired of talking about Honey Big Ham because we bring it up constantly at Sela, but it turns out you have an endless turns out thirst for yeah, it. We've only reached Ham. the tip of his knowledge. Of the Honey Big Ham. Yeah, because the reason this came up is uh, R.I.P. Josiah, who has since moved to uh, Michigan. Maybe we'll have him on at some point if you do a Michigan episode. Josiah and I were comparing wallets because we have a theory that bisexual people and gay men keep the best wallets, and the worse your wallet is, the straighter you are. Mm-hmm. Because um, we both have flat little wallets. And Kelby, we discovered, um, thankfully for Amy, has the straightest wallet we've ever seen. It is like four inches thick, full of receipts and gift cards. And like we made you do an audit. And that's when you found this like eight year old honey baked ham gift card. Like, because what pockets do you keep your wallet in, by the way? Because you might have scoliosis uh, if you keep that in your I back used pockets. to be a back scoliosis. pocket wallet guy, but then obviously it got too big and it was hurting me. And so then I was a front pocket yeah, person. Yeah, that's what I. Uh, but I will say, you guys did sufficiently bully me into getting a new wallet. I now have a bisexual little wallet. I got rid of all of yeah. my honey baked ham cards. Uh, you know, they're now yeah. in my car. Um,. But I think the moral of the story is that bullying works, everyone. Wait, they're in your car? Yeah. Well, no. why'd you wait? Plural? Well, I have other cards <laughs> in there. I had other gift cards. Okay. To the same place? He just took everything out and threw it into his car. So. Yeah. I have my receipts. I have my Fandango gift card. I have my uh, Costco membership with my name spelled wrong. It's Kel V in it instead of Kel B. Because the lady misheard me. Even less of a name than Kelby. Yeah, Kelby. <laughs> I just love the idea of you getting into like a serious car accident. Um, sorry, there's more to this. It's not just I want Kelby to die. Moving on. <laughs> I love the idea of you getting into a serious car accident and like trying to find your car registration and just digging through piles of honey big ham gift cards. And like you hand him your fucking Costco card. He's like, who's Kelby? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, also, wait, Amy. I, I just my laptop. The laptop's about to oh, die. Do you have like a power uh, it's cord? Under the you know that little ledge under the thing. They're in that one of those little gray baskets. Well, let's just use this opportunity to take a quick little break. So, uh, everybody, take five, and we'll be back in a moment with some more of Birder. I barely know her. So this restaurant has sandwiches. Cause like, how often do you need a ham? Are you uh, looking at Honey Baked Ham right now? Yeah. Sorry about that. Um, nice. While we were doing that, I took a little bathroom break. and uh, It's disgusting. I took a little longer than I was hoping to because I confirmed my neighbor is alive. I can hear their lights on um, across the way. I can hear them talking. You can hear and, uh, their lights on? Because I can on? see their bathroom window. What? You can hear their lights on? I can hear them and their lights are on. Oh. I can't hear electricity like fucking Charles. You did uh, say yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I'm an idiot, is the thing. Um, my break took longer than I thought because I was so distracted by looking at the light to make sure that they were in there and being like so relieved that I pissed all over my toilet. We don't think you uh, shit yourself. We don't think you were like shitting, if that's what, what? you're trying to cover. I no, do. I mean like I pissed like You off. were taking so like, I long. Missed the, I missed the toilet. Okay. Are you trying to... Are you saying that I'm covering up? It sounds you're like saying? you're covering because you think you took so long, but really you took like a normal amount of time. Yeah. I'm not covering. I just thought it was interesting it just, that I'm 
pissing all over the toilet. Wait, so other question though, <laughs> did you how actually do you know piss it's your on your neighbor toilet? and not the cops and someone who found them? You actually don't know. Oh, I can tell. I can tell a pig just by. I think you would know if it was a. Yes, somebody or yeah. um, a cop was doing a wellness check in my building, and they were banging on the door like this guy was a murderer. And yeah, co- all cops there, have the cop crazy. knock where it's like you like. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. 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 It was like euphoria where she's like banging on the bathroom door. It was so loud and so aggressive. Yeah, I I know it wasn't a cop check. because I didn't hear them loudly placing a Chipotle to go order on mm-hmm. the phone. <laughs> Wait, I don't know if that's been your guys' experience. Every time I've been at Chipotle, there's like ten cops. In yeah, there. I don't that's know. what I'm at saying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Been, like there's they love Chipotle. Which is bummer because I love Chipotle. I just also love justice and hate racial inequality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same with Cadoba. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cops love build your own Mexican. Mm-hmm. You know, wait—is there even Cadoba? It's, it's about control with them. So there's not a ton of Cadoba. There's one um, standalone one in like the valleys, or not the valley, like South LA somewhere. Mm-hmm. But there's also one in a mall. But there's not a ton of Cadoba in LA mm-hmm. area. I only ever went for a while. To... The closest one was Carson City, Nevada. Wow, you really know. Is Cadoba your honey hand? Well, because I so. I loved Cadoba growing up. My friends and I loved Cadoba. It was our favorite spot. There's one in our hometown of Atwater, California, but it was built in this cursed location where every restaurant that opened there closed within like three months. So we had this wonderful taste of it, and then it was gone forever. So it became our sort of like, not like a white whale, but we would always talk about making the trip to Carson City, Nevada to get Cadoba. Um, we almost did it on a whim one Sunday, and then we looked at it, and it's like, this is a 12-hour drive on one-lane roads. We are not doing this. Um, but, yeah, so um, when I finally realized there was a Cadoba in L.A., I freaked out, texted my friends. Um, less interested than I thought they would be, uh, it turned out. Maybe I misremembered how much we love Cadoba. But, it was uh, only you. We'll see. Yeah, it was only me. I didn't know it existed until I moved here. And I got horrible food poisoning from it, and I never went back. Oh, no. Maybe your Cadoba person pissed all over the toilet seat. Maybe. Mm-hmm. It was in Ohio, so. Ooh. Yeah, I feel like Mexican food and seafood are the same, where you shouldn't eat them too far inland. I don't know if there's a very good Mexican food in, in Ohio. Is Cadoba even owned, really? Is that, like, really Mexican food, or is that, like, more of a Chipotle situation where it's, like, that's not really Mexican food? You know, I guess it is a Chipotle thing, probably. But, you know, it's good. It's not, like, authentic, but I'll eat it. It's delicious. Making me hungry. Um, yeah, I'm having a ton of fun. We sh- we've only discussed one bird. We should see on another bird. Let's go back to birds. Bird list. <laughs> let's go with 38 minutes in. Um, so, yeah, so we let's, well, just to finish up on the great blue heron. So what's cool about the great blue herons is, as I mentioned before, we can see them everywhere. And they're this really cool, like, majestic, almost like forest guardian-like bird, like the guardian of the marsh. So one thing I love about them that's just so cool that this very accessible bird is so majestic and cool. Um, had you guys seen a great blue heron before today, or is this your first time? I've definitely seen them before, just, like, walking along the river. I don't know that I, like, could name it, but I know I've seen them before. I'm always like, oh, look at the big, pretty bird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because I drive by the river every day, and so I've, I've probably seen them before, but, you know, I've never really thought about them until that moment, you know? They're pretty. They're big. Yeah. They hunt. They eat meat. Yeah. I think they and also cool. are on, like, all the materials. Like, when you see a sign that says L.A. River, it's got, like, mm-hmm. one yeah. of them right. on it, yeah. right? 
Yeah, they're the mascot, basically. So I think that's probably why I was so excited to see it, because I was like, oh, it's the one. The sun is not going to shine. Oh, yeah. That rules. It's like a that's chappy moment. What you guys think about the black neck stilt? I loved him. That was our little tuxedo Those are bird. cute. Yeah. Those are cute. I love his big long legs. I got too close to one and then it screamed at me and ran away. Mm-hmm. But I know. I shouted I shouted check out those gams. I was like just kept chatting about gams. I didn't like it, but Kelby saw the black neck stilt and then his tongue fell out of his mouth and his eyes got all big and he started pounding the table. Yeah. And uh, it had to fly uh, away. Like a little steam whistle appeared, and I started like pulling the chain. Like, yeah, yeah, it was a whole thing. Yeah, a waiter came by and like gave you some water, and you like chugged it to yeah. cool off. I did like the heart thing, and my uh, heart was coming out of the they chest. They were kind of dressed like yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was actually really worried about that because you've eaten a lot of honey baked ham recently, and I was worried that <laughs> yeah. was a cardiac episode. It was a ham attack. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think those were. I love the idea of a ham specific heart attack. <laughs> a ham <Yeah>. attack. <laughs> uh-huh. The still and the. I think, like, visually, I think the still is my my favorite. It's just cute. And... Yeah, what do you like about those visuals? Uh, I just, like, love his little long legs, and when they fly, their legs, like, go straight back, and. I don't know. I think it's the same thing with Egret. I just like the long neck, or the. with the hair in. Like they look like yeah, like something I'm not used to seeing. I guess I don't know. Do they have those in Ohio? I feel like I was not seeing those birds growing up. They just like look like something new that I haven't seen. Because I feel like I've seen a lot of like sparrows sure, yeah, or songbirds a... or mallards or geese, but those are sort of like more. You know, they're very cute little birds. Um, so yeah, so I mentioned I may have mentioned this on our previous river episode. But what's cool about black neck stilts is they are second only to flamingos in terms of leg to body ratio. So only flamingos have like longer legs and a smaller body. So we did scare one away, but, like, he was, like, making his, like, please leave me alone noises, but he also found some food. So he was, like, a little toddler when they're crying, and you give him a lollipop. He's like, ah, 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 ah. Of... Mm-hmm. I don't like that I did that into a microphone. <laughs> I was going to say you don't do that, that again. Mm-hmm. No, I'm good. Uh, that was not good, especially with the visual of me. This does not look like I'm doing a lollipop, does it? Yeah, people are going to edit that. You did that noise. No, no. Yeah, it's uh, I should release this on a billboard and then yeah. really foul. Yeah, I'm like brushing my teeth and going. Ah, ah, ah. So. You have to gag in order to properly if, if clean you, your teeth. Yeah, did you guys know that if you do this and like pretend it's a salt shaker and stick your tongue out, you can taste the salt? I'm gonna believe you. Mm-hmm. You're the only one who did it. You didn't even trick anyone into doing it. You did it. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys ever fall for any of those like little kid like jokes Constantly. that like they do to you like that on the playground? Yeah. Yeah. When yeah, you like absolutely. hold your one hold one your you tongue get? and say apple. Yeah. That's... Yeah. What you do, what what they get you with Jess? Um, pretty much all of them. Like you know, it says gullible on the ceiling. If you spell I cup backward, like or spell I cup or yeah, all those little ones. I think I Probably fell for the ten fifteen club once <laughs> <laughs> r.i.p um i had i think i might have talked about that at least on a past episode or maybe one of our draft episodes but uh when i was a kid there was that joke of like hey someone said you look like an owl and then you're supposed to say who <laughs> so that uh, way you sound like an owl hey there's a bird related uh, one some, 
Yeah, someone said that to me, but they forgot the part where I say who um, because I didn't say who. I said, oh, <laughs> okay. And then, like, I had really bad self-esteem for years because I thought I looked like an mm-hmm. owl. Uh, so <laughs> it didn't work on me. And I was like, who's going around telling people I look like an owl? You That's could. Really you could look like an owl. Yeah. Oh, don't, don't <laughs> analyze me. I don't, I don't need this. Let's find what a BuzzFeed am- which bird, bird you are you quiz. Prefer to look- yeah. What was that, Jess? What Jess? bird would you like to look like if somebody had to compare you? I think like a bird that looks like a handsome man, I think I'd like to look like. Some would say an I'm owl sure, like, is pretty handsome. Bird. I think an owl's handsome. I would say that. pretty handsome. Like yeah. a great horned owl? He's kind of like rugged. Okay. Beefy. Like the way your hair kind of like goes been... up. It like could be like a mm-hmm. little owl-like. Like a fluffy owl. Yeah. Okay, then yeah, I look like an owl and that's mm-hmm. great. I'm a big fuckable owl. <laughs> is, uh... <laughs> That's a, that cannot be the title owls. of the episode. We'll we get taken. Yeah, please, please do not fuck owls unless you are an owl or you were born the cloaca. In which case, you know, <laughs> go for it. Who else are you gonna do it with? Um, we should move on. Uh, so we also saw those Egyptian geese. What do you guys think about the Egyptian, Egyptian geese? Egyptian geese were nice. I liked their pattern on them. Yeah. Uh, I also liked that I spotted them, uh, and no one else did. <laughs> yeah. And I got them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kelby spotted them. He's very proud. I gave him a little yeah. badge. I earned my Egyptian geese badge today. It was good. Speaking of geese, we saw some Canadian geese on the way out. You guys remember what they were doing? Oh, the, yeah. The the picket line oh. we saw across the... The ones that were just like, yeah, the ones that were just... Yeah, they were all just like camped out, like bl- completely blocking the bike path. <laughs> like They just don't care. They were supporting going... the rider strike. Yeah. Yes, they were all like in solidarity. Yeah. Like they're not allowed to protest, but or to strike, but they are allowed to join the picket line. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They don't have their card mm-hmm. yet. Uh, they're all they're all pre PWGA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of bikers. There were bikers just going around them until some guy finally decided to like bike toward them, and they they backed off. I was gonna say there was an awkward moment where one of the geese was trying to give like i think a showrunner geese its script to read during the whole thing and you're just like oh dude this is not the right moment for that yeah. it's really awkward you guys gotta remember like this is not a marketing event it's not like a networking yeah. thing like there's actual progress to be made here and it's not yeah. the time you know people have been marching for hours and like consider it like would you walk up to a showrunner on the street as a goose and mm-hmm. hand them a script and if the answer is no then maybe don't do it at the picket uh, well i mean i think that you have to just accept that every opportunity is a networking opportunity and maybe you'd get further if you looked at it that way i guess that's fair yeah geese are famous for their striking color patterns and their hustle <laughs> culture yeah. so i can see why it makes sense that the goose would just uh, really go for mm-hmm. it there. I'm always surprised and think it's very funny when a geese hisses. Like, I forget that fact, and when it does, you're kind of like, whoa. And then, like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they're mostly bark and no bite. I raised geese. They hissed at me every mm-hmm. day. But... Oh, I've been bit by a goose. I didn't want to add this to my traumatizing bird background, but I have fully been chased and bitten by a goose. I told you that... Was it a Canada goose? It was a Canada goose. It was in Cleveland, Ohio. Well, it was in Parma, Ohio, around Ridgewood Lake, where all the teens yeah. would go to hang out and yeah. generally be hoodlums, and I was there. Uh, and I think I was probably doing something similar, like trying to take a picture of it or just like trying to get too close to it. And, and to clarify, you were also a teen, right? You weren't just like, I'm going to go see some mm-hmm. teens. 
I know. I was also a teen. Yes, I was out there to, uh, just like, hey, like, watch the teens and the birds. No, I was the teen. Yeah. And I was, I really don't even know what I was doing. I think I was just being, like, getting too close to nature and not having boundaries. And then uh, a group yeah. of them did chase me, and I thought I'd gotten away, so I kind of slowed down. And then there was one on the side of me, and it just took a big bite out of my behind. Jesus. Did you, like, did it break skin? Uh, it was, like, a really bad bruise. It wasn't, it didn't break skin, yeah. and then another one of my friends came, like, running up, and it, like, ran away, but, um, those geese were pretty notorious for, like, charging at small children and biting them. Like, they had to put signs up around that lake that were, like, stay away from the geese, because there's, like, more than one incident yeah. of the geese, like, getting really <laughs> aggressive, because it was right by, like, this mall, and people would come eat food, and the geese would, like, get aggressive to get the food. I wasn't offering it food, I was just messing with it, and it, me i probably deserved it to be honest but um yeah because yeah as we know geese like to bite and twist it's not just like a nip they like grab your skin and give you a little purple nurple on your leg it was yeah it was like upper thigh lower butt nurple it was bad yeah. it hurt Oof. so you got goosed by a goose i got goosed by a goose um what was the fun teen hangout spot for you guys growing up because so amy you guys had the park was that what, was that what the teens would yes go? ridgewood lake we had a place, I don't know if I mentioned on the podcast, the cool spot to hang out was a place called The Couch, which I never went to because I wasn't cool enough. It was literally just a couch in an almond orchard that, where they'd have bonfires. And then I think one time they burned, they like put the couch in the bonfire. And I think people stopped going there. It's a very <laughs> um, thing to do. For me, it was a couple, there was a pond that people would go and hang out at. There was the Wendy's because I grew up in a very small town that only had a Wendy's yeah. and that was the only restaurant. Um, only restaurant or only fast food restaurant? Both. Oh my yeah. god. So you're just having your graduation party just at, at a Wendy's. Wendy's. I think eventually well, as I was... on a couch in an almond orchard, don't I? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but we also had Terry Vascola's and Rizzanelli's and McDonald's. Those sound, like, so. those sound like I think you should leave restaurants. Because yeah. <laughs> 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 they're people's first names. <laughs> yeah, we're getting Chicky Parms at uh, Rizzanelli's. Mm -hmm. Uh, eventually we did get an Olive Garden, uh, so we're going up and in and out. It was, it was a poppin' place, uh, oh, wow. American Fork, Utah. Um, and then, uh, actually, there was one other place I never got invited to, but in junior high, like, during one year, the cool place to hang out was this family's, like, house that had, like, a whole game room in the basement, and they were out of the country for, like, the entire year, and some kids had broken in there. And, like, for, like, the entire year, people would go there and hang out. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, break into their like house? Like, they broke into the basement, and we're just, like, they're not going to be back for a while. Did they, like, like, let's just hang out here. Did they, like, break a window? I think they, like, they, they knew they were out of the country, and, like, someone was, like, oh, I know that window's open. Let's just go in there and hang out. And oh they did. God. I never got invited, though. Should you be admitting this publicly? Is there, like, a statute of limitations on breaking I marriage? didn't get invited. I don't care. Oh, okay. I'm burning bridges. I'm bitter about this. <laughs> and then again, Amy, we don't let cops listen to this podcast. So, uh, sorry to the mm -hmm. pigs. Um, for a second in that story, I, th I thought that you just didn't know how to describe having friends. Like, the cool place to hang out was somebody's yeah. house. Like, we'd love to go over to somebody's house and hang out. Because I've had friends. Um, we go over, we hang out, we have a nice glass of water and, um, you know, pass the ball around. 
definitely uh, believe there that. There was so, something similar to the, the breaking in story. There was my buddy grew up in Santa Cruz, and there was somebody who notoriously had a trampoline in the front mm-hmm. of his house. And uh, people would not hang out with him, but they would go and jump on his trampoline, oh. which is so sad. That's really in college, sad. Uh, oh, go ahead, In Jeff. college, there was um, somebody somehow got a trampoline, like, up a mountain. So people would, like, hike to the trampoline, and it was, like, a whole thing for a little bit. Um, and then it pretty quickly faded away, but I don't know how they got it up there. Probably just rolled it, right? That seems like a lot of work. It seems very dangerous it's, it's, to jump yeah. on a trampoline on top of a mountain. Yeah. That feels like a very silly Sisyphus. Like, you gotta roll a trampoline up a mountain, and every day it rolls down. <laughs> <laughs> like, that Sisyphus is, is just in, stuff. He's in the underworld, and Hades is like, look, I'm having a party, I need you to take this <laughs> trampoline <laughs> to the top of the hill. <laughs> yeah. We're having a party in this guy's basement. His parents aren't home. They're visiting uh, the Elysian yeah. fields. So if you could just uh, bring it up. And the Sisyphus is like, can I jump on the trampoline? And Hades is like, I'm sorry. There's a weight limit. Um. <laughs> yeah. Wow. yeah. And it's actually exactly how much you weigh. Sorry, yeah. Sisyphus. Uh, so it's actually dangerous for you to ride this. It's just, yeah. Um, my buddy had a trampoline growing up and we would just like sit there and then like we'd bounce a little bit, but mostly we just gossip about girls the whole mm-hmm. time. It was very fun. It was our fun little gossip corner. Uh, shout out Daniel, who's getting married. Congratulations, Daniel and Kira. Aww. So, uh, gray blue heron, black neck stilt, Canada goose, Egyptian goose. These are all birds that we've seen and discussed on the podcast. But we saw a bird today to make it special for Amy that we have not seen or discussed on the podcast. And Amy was the one who spotted it. What did you guys think about the double-crested cormorant that we saw? Oh, that was a cool um, one. I felt like I won birding, uh, and that was the whole reason I went was <laughs> to win birding. So uh, whether or not you're lying about never having talked about it on the podcast, I do appreciate the attention, and I'm happy to discuss how I got it. Yeah, I think – I think so we typically have a, a – uh, because this was so last minute, we had to skip a couple of these setup points, but typically I ask guests ahead of the time to look up the spot and see if they're birds they want to see ahead of time. Mm-hmm. I asked you if you wanted to see anything ahead of time, and I think you just said you wanted to see something cool and rare so you can win, right? Is that what you said? Yeah. I mostly do think so. Yeah, but what'd you think about – yeah, so what'd you think about the cormorant? It's cute. It was fun. I mean, it was, yeah. it was cool to find it because we found it kind of at the end, and I uh, – think we were like on our way back and i was like oh that is definitely one that i don't recognize and yeah, yeah it's cool it was a little it was fun yeah, so when you was, see a cormorant you take oh yeah that was yeah a new so cormorants are incredible at diving they're very good underwater hunters so a lot of the birds that we see they're typically hunting above the water and like using their um their beaks to like dive in and get them but cormorants hunt like some sort of like an alligator or a barracuda, they will go underwater and use that incredibly fast swimming speed to swim up and grab fish. Um, so when you see a cormorant, um, you'll typically see them head first because what they'll do is their whole body will be submerged, but their head will be out like above the water, sort of like the Loch Ness Monster. Mm. So for those of you who aren't familiar with cormorants, they're sort of like an evil looking goose. <laughs> they, uh, they're, they're all black. They got like this long neck and this sort of like snake-like like um very like pointy serpentine beak um mm-hmm. the kind of cormorants that we typically get out here in la are the double crested cormorants that are called that because they get these double crests on their head during the breeding season where they get like these wispy old man eyebrows which is a lot of fun 
Um, but you also see cormorants sunning themselves a lot. So a lot of these waterfowl you're talking about, geese, ducks, etc., they are waterproof. They are built for going in the water. But in order to make themselves um, faster in the water, cormorants are not waterproof. Their um, feathers are not waterproof. So they actually have to dry themselves off. So you'll see them a lot of times standing in the sun on a rock to dry themselves off, um, which is how I found my favorite cormorant at the river, my white whale. I mentioned this to Kelby and Amy. Um, I take a lot of bird photos as followers of the podcast, no listeners, excuse me. Um, by the way, Jess, we got to come up with a name for our listeners once we have more than 10 of them. I got one. Um, sluts. <laughs> you can call them just sluts? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jess suggested sluts, which uh, mm-hmm. we could do sluts. Um, so for So for the sluts out there... Um, I had this white whale where there's a cormorant standing on a rock, and I pulled out my phone to take a, a photo, and right before I did, it took the biggest <laughs> shit I've ever seen. I'm talking like yes. half a bucket's worth of just big white shit. And I missed the action shot, <sighs> and it stood on that rock every day and would taunt me and shit whenever my camera wasn't looking at it. So it's my white mm-hmm. whale, but unfortunately, the recent rain has washed that rock away, and uh, I've lost that opportunity. Any other thoughts on the cormorant? Um, now that I've given so many facts on it. Uh, no, it was cool. I mean, when I first saw it, I said, what is that black swan thing? So that's mm-hmm. what it reminded me of. But it's yeah, and for a second, a I thought beat. that you had seen another poster for black swan that wasn't taken down <laughs> for yeah. consideration. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I was like, I think it's about lesbians. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I haven't seen it. Um, it's, it's about competition. Lesbians. It's about perfection. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so that was an adult cormorant. We saw an adult cormorant, but we saw some babies today. Oh, the, the ducklings. Baby those, mallards. Those, were, those yeah. were very cute. Yes, we saw some little baby mallards. On the way back, we got to walk along the river because uh, there was a flat part that wasn't at an incline we could walk by on the river. Um, so we got to see some ducklings hanging out. You know, it's, it's late spring, early summer right now, so those babies that have hatched are now sort of, you know, out and about with their parents. So we saw a flock. Flock? I don't know what a group of ducks is called, actually. I think it's a flock. But uh, we saw a bunch of ducklings with their mother just hanging out on this little patch of rocks. So what do you guys think about the little ducklings? Adorable. I mean, like, there were how many? Like, seven, eight of them? Uh, there were a lot, Which was yeah. just kind of incredible to see. It was very cute. Um, it's good to know that, you know, family, you know, there's a still strong duck families out there, you know? I know duck divorce has been really hard <laughs> to hit yeah. in the community. Um it has been. Well, but ducks are getting married later, so the divorce rates are dropping, um, so it's not um, as bad. But so it was just cute. It was a, group of mallard duck, a, a group of mallard ducks in flight is called a flock, but on the ground, you can refer to them as a sword. Like S-O-R-D. I don't know if ground is water. Uh, no, I know. I normally love when people have fun with things, but I think people get a little <laughs> too cute with bird like group names. like And with like animals, too, it's like we need to, like, there's, like, professional reasons that we need to know these things. Like, I can't memorize, like, all the different bullshit. Like, oh, it's a business of ferrets. It's a murder mm-hmm. of crows. Call them flocks and herds. Leave us alone. Uh, Sorry, a go group ahead, Amy. Of duck, a group of ducks in water can be called a raft of ducks or a team of ducks. A raft That's of cute. ducks. Oh, wow. Raft. Actually, I like raft. I like that. Fun. I think raft is fun. Yeah. Okay. I'll give them that. Sword one. is a little like, uh, I don't get it. But you say raft, I kind of understand. A raft of ducks. Because they float like a raft. Yeah. 
Um, we talked about Amy's favorite um, for a little bit. Kelby, what was your favorite bird that we saw? Oh, and sorry, we have a special guest now. Say hello to Luna. Hi, Luna. Hi, Luna. Yeah, Amy just went dark so that she could debut mm -hmm. Luna, uh, was the idea. Uh, my favorite bird. I think if I had to crown my favorite bird, um, mm -hmm. I am really partial, I think, to the heron. Um, I know they might be... Whoa, what do you like about the heron? I like blue things, and so I like its like light kind of blue color. Also, I like a tall bird, mm -hmm. um, and uh, the name heron sounds cool, you know? Also, I like yeah. it. I like the one that we saw hunting, you know? I like to see a productive yeah. bird, you know? <laughs> what do you mean a productive bird? You know, it's, bird? it's out there. It's trying. It's trying to get by, you know? It's, it's hunting. It's, it's looking for a nice little tasty snack of a little fish. I tried to help out. Okay. I saw a fish swim by. I tried to point it out. It was not having it. <laughs> Trying to help out. It might have been too big for him. I don't know. Awesome. So that wraps up the birding per per uh, portion. So, Jess, do you have any questions for our guests? Would you go again? Yes. Oh, yeah. I'd love to go again. I feel like I uh, learned a lot about my neighborhood. I live right by the river, and I didn't know all those things were down there. And also, I've said this a lot, but it's like having been a kid that played Pokemon. Uh, it reminds me of a lot of that, where it's just like, oh, you're seeing things, you're collecting things. Um, and it's always just nice to know more about, like, yeah, like the area that you live in, you know? And, like, seeing the different, like, animals. Because, like, they, you can kind of, like, miss them. You know, you're, if you're not, like, paying attention, you can pull, hat fly by, literally. <laughs> But when you actually yeah. sit down and pay attention, you're like, oh, look at these fascinating creatures and what they can do. And like, oh, the ones with tall eggs do the hunting. You know, like, I don't know. They just look cool. And I like I like animals. I like nature. Yeah. yeah, no, it's fun to see them, like, sort of see that behavior you read about or, like, sort of, you know, sort of see them in their natural habitat. Mm -hmm. So, awesome. Well, thank you guys for coming on. We're going to wrap with a game now. So this is called the uh, Warrior Widow game. Uh, it's like the newlywed game, um, but all the questions you're going to be um, guessing your partner's answers to are about whether you think you can defeat these specific birds in combat. So, Amy, you're going to guess whether or not you think Kelby thinks he can defeat blank in combat, and Kelby, you're going to guess for Amy. Jess and I will guess for each other. So let's start with the uh, first prompt. Give me a second. All right, so, Amy... Um, do you think that Kelby thinks he can defeat 10 ducks? And then Jess, the same for you. Yeah, so the question is not whether he could defeat them, but whether he thinks he could. Yes. Yes, I think he thinks he could defeat 10 ducks. I think I think you also think that you could defeat 10 ducks, Dewey. All right. Uh, Kelby, why don't you go first? Would you have to say what was, if it's true or not, or whether or not Amy can? Yes. No, whether, you say whether it's true I think Amy thinks she can on. defeat 10 ducks. I think Jess... So Jess um, is very confident, and I think that she thinks that she could find a way. A lot of our arguments that we have are Jess is very confident about something with very little proof of it. Uh, so I'm going to say... <laughs> I think that's a rude way to put it. <laughs> 
Oh no, I, I didn't mean it rude. I'm sorry. <laughs> Not like in a like. There's no way you could do that way, but it's, I think that you are naturally very confident in your <laughs> abilities. So I'm gonna say yes to Jess. So, uh, all right. So let's reveal, Kelby. What did you say? I said yes. I can absolutely defeat ten dogs. I. Yeah, I also said yes. I said yes. I also said yes. Yeah. We we okay, this is a dogs. very confident yeah, group. Kelby and Amy, why do you guys think you can take on uh, ten ducks? Uh, well, I really think it it just depends on your tactics, and I'm pretty sure. Um, well, first of all, they're not quite as aggressive as some other birds, and I also think if I just maybe had some breadcrumbs, I could distract them and they would go away. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think they're all flying at me, and I feel like I just would be, like, punching a lot, you know? Like, I can knock them out of the sky. Also, like, they got those necks, and I feel like I could, like, one comes at me, I can grab its neck, and, like, pretty easily. (laughs) I I think I just played too much Duck Hunter as a kid, too, so I'm just like, yeah, I could get rid of those guys. Uh, I like that Kelby's first strategy is basically the same strategy you have when you're in one of those machines that shoots money in the air and you gotta yeah. get it real fast. But I feel like with a lot of these fights, especially because imagine a swarm of ducks are attacking me, and so then I just gotta be like, yeah, you gotta punch really fast and hard, you know? Yeah. Jess, what do you think? Um, or why? Well, I mean? first and foremost, I pet sit a duck for a week when I was in high school, and I know that they get really bad separation uh-huh. anxiety, so. I would obviously lull them into loving me and, pe- and get to pet them. And if that didn't work, I would probably, I think I could just kick them. Yeah. Or like uh-huh. do yeah. some punches like Kelby said. Mm-hmm. I love that as a, an animal is charging at you, your instinct is try to get it to love you so that you can turn that mm-hmm. against them. I would just hug it until it calmed down. You know? Oh my God. Well, and also like yeah. we need to, maybe set the parameters of what I, in my head, I imagine that in this scenario, an alien species has teleported you and 10 dunks to like a super smash brothers, like arena that may, it might be themed. And since we're dealing with a lot of waterfowls, I'm imagining that it's like a pond, but you're like in an arena, right? So this is like the hunger games catching um, sorry, fire. Real quick for the sluts. All I did was send out a Google form with the question. Could you defeat 10 <laughs> ducks? And Kelby has extrapolated a lot. Well, of well I'm saying this is the situation, but you're, so you're in an arena kind of with maybe a themed thing but it's like you're isolated and it's like you're, you're kind of both know that it's like either you or the ducks and maybe the ducks might be a little bit you know like oh we don't understand what's going on right now so maybe we'll fall for like you know childish things like love and kindness because they do have small brains yeah nothing more childish than the concept of love kelby has moved on from that as an adult <laughs> sorry amy <laughs> Bob's, you know, in this situation (laughs) where a Space Jam-esque situation has happened to us and we need to fight for our survival. Yeah. Yeah, all the ducks have the powers of NBA basketball (laughs) players. I think what it really comes down to is that we're saying the disposition of ducks is that they are capable of love and that they are, uh, they're amenable to And that's what makes them weak. Of all these breeds. All right, well, let's move on to the next one. Uh, so um, this one is from me and Kelby. Do we think that Amy and Jess think they can defeat five geese? Yes. So 
Jess is very confident, but a goose is so much more. A goose is so much more aggressive, and Jess is not like loud noises. Um, but I think that she thinks she can defeat five geese. I think it's similar to the the kicking is I think going to be her strategy. Amy and Jess, what do you think about me and Kelby? I think Kelby also said yes. Uh, in his Super Smash Brothers scenario, I think I think mm-hmm. they also have long necks, and that was part of his strategy with the ducks. So I think yeah. Yeah, he really he did a uh, a sort of um, emotion that I was uncomfortable with. with. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> love that emotion. Um, yeah, thank God you're straight, Kelby. I don't know what I don't want to think about what you do to get your hands on a dick. It's <laughs> <laughs> like this is how you jerk it, right? Oh boy! Sorry, Jess, um, back to the geese. I'll cut that. I, we don't need. Any- <laughs> I know you. Yeah. Well, Dewey grew up with geese, so I, if anyone could defeat five geese, it's probably him. But I, I think I don't know if he has. I think he's more humble than that. So I don't think. I think maybe well, he said he couldn't. He also said that like geese were not that big of a deal, or I think he made a comment that like they're not. They got more bark than bite, you know. But in this scenario, they're coming at you, so that it's all it's all bite and mm. twisting. Do I have to remind you what happened to me today? Hmm. <laughs> the goose attacking. All right. Uh, that's fair. What do you think, then, Jess? Okay, I think you said yes. All right, uh, Kelby. How about we reveal our okay. answers? I said I. I I do we? Oh, you got. I said yes, a hundred percent. I could, you know, same scenario, kick them, break their necks. Tell me what yes, you, what absolutely. You I was like, you know what? I can do this. I'm getting out of this alien arena alive. You know. Again, I had never at one point said that we were in an alien <laughs> arena. <laughs> Speculative on your part, um, uh, Jess and Amy. What'd you guys say? Oh, I said no. I think I said no. Those things would destroy me. Oh. Oh, wow. Were you not listening to my duck trauma, the butt bites, the one that came at me? Like, no, I think think five at once. Yeah, five at once. They're big. They're not like a duck. You think you need to be ten ducks, but not five geese. Yeah. Wait, Jess, what did you say? I think I said no. Wow, really? Yeah, because, again, yeah, you were right on the money, kind of. I don't like the loud noises. They're like... That's like three ducks. This one goose is like three ducks. Oh wow! So I can't do okay. that. And also, I would. I think what would happen is I would want to pet it since it's already coming at me, and mm. then. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, I'm sorry. You would, want to pet it because it's coming at you? If it's approaching me, it's like. You know, it, it wants me to pet it, um, but mm. I think once it got like violent, I would submit pretty easily. Uh, yeah. okay. I think what she's saying like is that ducks that are capable. Ducks are capable of love. Geese are full of hate. Mm-hmm. That's the yeah. Way. The yin and the yang of the waterfowl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The yin yang and the yang. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's fair. Okay. Next up, do you think you can defeat one hawk? So. Kelby, do you think that Amy thinks that she can defeat one hawk? After the geese answer, 
I'm thinking. Because, like, how a hawk would attack you is that it would do a lot of, like, I'm imagining aerial strafes, you know? Diving. Yeah, you got three dimensions. Yeah, it's. That you don't have access to. And this is coming in, diving in quick. Scratch, 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 leave. Scratch, 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 leave. Um, so I'm going to say now no. I don't think Amy thinks that she could defeat a hawk. I'm going to say the same for Jess. I think I think the coming at her is not going to be great. So I'm going to say that Jess said no. Jess and Amy, what do you guys think about us? I think you think you can, Shelby, yeah. I think Dewey thinks he can. Why do you guys think that? I think uh, wait, Shelby said yes hawk, to like all a little of these. one? Uh, what was what kind of hawk? Like a, like <laughs> a Cooper's hawk? Like a, a picture like a red-tailed hawk. Okay. Yeah. Just Wait, one? Sarah, Amy, you think you think Helby thinks he can defeat all of them? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll see. Great. He might have said no to emo, uh, but like right. I think I think he, yeah. No, continue. Okay, uh, Kelby, what did you what did you say? I said. Oh wait, did we wait? Did we guess for you guys? We didn't guess for no. you guys. No, you did. You um, did. I'm gonna. Oh, we you did. Think we okay, both perfect. said no. Then yeah, let's reveal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I said yes. I I can defeat a hawk. Because again, they're coming in. They got that one attack. They got that one attack. They're gonna come in. They're gonna scratch my eyes. And guess what? I'm gonna grab them. They got the one attack, and the attack is scratching your yeah. eyes, and that is not a disadvantage no. to you. No, because I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna grab them, and then I'm gonna red viper in the mountain them. You know, just like a little oh. hawk head. Wow. I'm sorry. I guess this is a podcast Dewey? of bird lovers, but guess what? We're in the alien arena. We're fighting for our survival. Like, I, it's either him. Or me. I I'm, normally, I'm, a, I'm normally a pacifist, but guess what? The aliens, they want blood. <laughs> what? We are learning so much about this alien species mm -hmm. from you. So this is like a spectator They're called the Turians. <laughs> the Turians? Yeah. Sorry, Jess, what were you saying? What? When? What were you saying, about Jess? what? I don't know if I heard you talking. Uh, what'd you say? What do you think I said? We already did that. You say what you think you said. Oh, right. I voted no. You don't think you could defeat I a hawk? I said no. One hawk? No. One hawk. Coming right yeah. at me? It has the air. It can claw out my eyes. It has a big old beak. Hawks take out flying targets Cover sometimes. your eyes. <laughs> With my hands? Ultimate hawk defense. How is cyberbullying real? Just log <laughs> on. I think that it can get through my hands. It is an it's an animal with like sharp talons. Okay, well think about this. Slap game. What? So it's come it's already coming at you. So once its claws get here, slap game, grab them. Now it's your hawk. You yeah. You split it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Did you just rip it apart? I rip it in half. <laughs> <laughs> I think live birds are not as easy to pull apart as cooked birds. It's not like you're pulling a, a turkey leg off. No, they got attached They have light bones, Dewey. You're fighting Dewey. for your life. You're, mm -hmm. The adrenaline will kick in. Mm -hmm. Not to brag, I did catch a punch once. I uh, Someone tried to punch me in high school, and no one will ever believe this. It was the coolest thing I've ever done and ever will do. He punched me, and I grabbed it. <laughs> oh. And I was somehow stronger than him. I don't know how. I think maybe from playing water polo for one mm -hmm. summer. And then, like, he's like, yeah, that's what I thought, and, like, walked off. And I was like, what that's, uh, That like is fair. really cool. Shout out to the Merced Fair. Yeah. 
Okay, so then, uh, Jess and Amy, what'd you guys say? I could defeat a hawk, obviously. You think you could defeat yeah, a hawk? Yeah, I just said. Yeah. With the same Probably. strategy? Amy, what'd you say? So I did say yes, and I do have a story uh. about this, um, which what? is... <laughs> <laughs> One time, I was kidnapped by an alien species named the Trance. <laughs> Uh, no, but I do have a tiny dog, and I always, in my mind, am, like, afraid that a hawk's going to fly off with it, and I was in Pleasanton. That's, a, that's an actually good th- That's, yeah. I was in Pleasanton, actually, and my aunt and uncle have a big backyard with a lot of these, like, redwoods, and there was a hawk, like, circling the neighborhood because we have, like, a bunch of little dogs, and um, I was, like, keeping an eye on it because, like, I, like, heard it, and then I saw it in the tree, and the dog was, like, running around the backyard, and I was like, that thing's gonna like come kill my little dog uh and at one point it started to fly over and i did get a broom and start to swing it in the air <laughs> around <laughs> it and i didn't actually hit it but i did scare it away so i feel like uh yeah i have the confidence to at least scare a hawk away okay <laughs> shit well that's fair uh jess do you keep me score by the way because i'm not no why okay. don't you? Just... I think so we're tied. you. I think that. I'm gonna say we're tied. Jess I only have one point. Like completely right. Jess and I have been right on all of these, and you guys have only been right on yeah. two of them. No, I was wrong yeah. on. Well, Dewey. we're competing as pairs oh. with the oh, hawk. No, yeah. I so. My answer. Okay, so then you guys are winning by one. No, Amy has three. I have one. Oh yeah, you're right. Jess and I both have three, and you guys both have one. Yeah. Wait, okay, so Dewey, we both have four, you, so we're tied. Dewey did think he could defeat ten ducks. He could defeat geese. I thought. I think I said you could defeat a hawk, but you said no. Yeah. So you. So we okay. have three points, and you guys have four points. So you guys are ahead by one. Okay. All right. Second to last question. Actually, no. We're gonna skip. Not true. All right. I guess. Okay. We'll try to go fast since we've had you guys on for so long. Uh, do you think you can defeat two herons? Yes. Um, Jess and Amy. I'm gonna say Jess thinks that she can. I think Amy can, yeah. Amy and Jess, what do you guys think about us? I think Kelby said yes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think Dewey said Jess. yes. All right, let's reveal Kelby and me. What yes. did you say? I said no. Oh. Why? Because here's the thing, they got those big necks you can grab and break, but I feel like they are big birds. But they are a little gangly and awkward, so I don't know. Jess, what did you what did, what did you guys say? Yeah, easy. Yeah, I said yes. They seem fragile. Yeah. yeah. They're delicate. Mm-hmm. It's not like a big honking yeah. angry goose. They're like they're delicate, and I feel like their disposition is a little like dainty. So like I don't mm-hmm. think that they. <laughs> yeah, anti-feminist Amy. <laughs> over here she can defeat the fem <laughs> Did I say fem? I said dainty can be dainty okay know. that's you know that that's on that's on me you're right all right and uh, second to last question do you think you can defeat 30 pigeons um just name what do you think about us i think kelby said yes i think dewey said no interesting um i think jess said i think yes. amy said yes amy and jess why don't you guys reveal i said fuck no oh what i said no there's no way 30? Yeah. Really? That's a lot. I would just drown in pigeon shit alone. That's so many <laughs> pigeons. 
that's how they get you. They have projectiles. Yeah. No way. Interesting. I said yes. I think I could defeat 30 pigeons. How? It takes one punch per yeah. pigeon, I feel like. Just I like could one, punch like, 30. Okay, but while one I'll is I'll do 30 punches right you. now. There's like six others yeah. coming at you from this side. They're... They're... <laughs> Hold on. We got to wait while Kelby does. You're not at 30 yet. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's your 30th birthday. You got to do 30 punches to yourself. Um, I... Yes, I'm getting damage from the pigeons the whole time, but it's such little damage from those birds, I think it would be a non-factor. It's like if somebody was just throwing little pebbles at me. No, I think when you get to 30, it becomes like like an Alfred Hitchcock situation, and I'm so scared of that movie and that And that's situation. how you felt about turning 32, right? <laughs> yes. That's how you felt about your 30th birthday? Yeah. Your, your life turned into an Alfred Hitchcock situation? Yes. Uh, and I did hyperventilate and die then as well, oh. as I would uh, with the pigeons. I actually think I would die from being scared. Yeah. Oh, wow. I think the one thing we have to be concerned yeah, about with this amount of pigeons is them doing, like, a group think thing and forming, like, a – out of this pigeon cloud, like, maybe doing, like, a big pigeon hammer and coming down on top of you. <laughs> but I don't know if – Like a green lantern. Yeah, like, like, since there's so many, they can form, make shapes in the sky – and build momentum. Kelby, your imagination is so wonderful. Yeah. I'm sitting in this alien arena. They could, they could, they might be a little, the pitches are smarter than you think. Are they? <laughs> I think, I think they're pretty mm -hmm. dumb. They, um, well, right. then why did they use them for messages for so long? They can get to places. Mm -hmm. They know what they're doing. Oh, they got yeah. magnets in their brain. I think that's cheating. <laughs> okay. We have our last one. Do you think you can defeat one emu in combat? Kelby, would you say about Amy? I would say Amy said no. I think Jess said no. Jess and Amy, what do you guys think about us? I don't know, because you have defeated an emu before. Dewey's defeated but an emu But I know emu you're always talking about how hard it is. Yeah. Yeah, re-listen to the pilot episode. I don't want to okay, have to okay. re-litigate it because we've been on the Zoom call for You're uh, too much of your time out of your day we've taken. But uh, yes, my friend had had to pick up an emu um, that the, his dad was buying, and the emu got out, so we had to chase it, and I grabbed it by the neck and uh, was able to hold onto it for a little bit before it pecked uh -huh. my arm. So I guess, but, uh, yeah. Their kicks can kill, by the way. Their kicks will mm -hmm. break your ribs and stop your heart. Um, anyway, I'd continue, like to see Jess. it try. Um, yeah, I think you said <laughs> yes. Amy, what do you think Kelby said? I think you said yes. You're sticking with I, I'm sticking with my uh, <laughs> thought that he might be overly confident in a lot of these <laughs> alien arena scenarios. <laughs> All right. Well, let's reveal Kelby what you said. I said no. Because we lost a war to emus. I don't think I could beat one in a single combat if they won a war against humans. That's crazy. Uh Kelby referencing the Great Emu War of Australia, where the Australian government deployed several machine guns against uh, emus uh, because they were damaging farmers' crops, and the emus won pretty well. They, <laughs> they you know, beat. It became too costly. To they beat them. Australians. Those people are pretty tough. Like, I don't think I could beat an Australian in yeah. combat, let alone an emu. Yeah, that's actually our next question is Australian. Yeah. Um, I said no. There's no way. I think I, would it, I could grab it by the neck, and if it was an actual fight, it would kick the shit out of me. I don't know why it didn't kick me the one time I grabbed it. Um, so I think no. They're basically living dinosaurs. Jess and Amy, what would you guys say? I said yes. Oh, I said, <laughs> <laughs> Jess said yes. Said yes. 
You said yes? yes. Well, Dewey did it once. I Why think I can do it. Why did you beat an emu? <laughs> I didn't beat it. I grabbed it. It got away. I could grab it. She just, you were just going to, like, find Jess riding an emu into the sunset. Yeah. She's, like, tamed it, and it's loyal only to her now. Yeah. That's um, what I think could happen. Wow. Wow. So it turns out men and Jess are uh, very overconfident in their battling abilities. I don't think I could take I don't know, man. pigeons. Actually, mm -hmm. the way that she's talking, I believe her now. So I don't know mm -hmm. if she's overly confident. I think she could. I think my kids. I think could I should change too. my answer to yes. <laughs> my Jess answer was like... no. I'm changing it now oh. to yes after hearing Jess's answer. So. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm uh, still no. Well, that brings us to the end. I was not keeping score, but I think you guys won. So congratulations, Amy and Kelby. Thank you. Uh, big round mm -hmm. of applause. So thank you both for coming on. Would you like to plug anything now that we're at the end? Come volunteer at Sela. Yes, Sela. With the Sela people. Yeah, go go on to Sela NHC dot org. NHC.org, check out our volunteer opportunities for our Saturday program, or if you live in Echo Park, check out the Tuesday mm -hmm. stuff. Um, yeah, Jess, do you have anything to plug? Um, Lost the Breakup by Maisie Peters. Good song. Um, I'm, since uh, Kelby and Amy stole my usual plug of Sela, since we finally have Sela people on here. Also, congrats, you guys are our first Sela people. Yes, so, uh, we win. You'll be fir hopefully first of many, but you guys get the honor of being the first ones. Um, so then... Um, I would like to plug my Instagram. Um, that's Dewey underscore underscore Cassidy on Instagram with all my bird photos. And then also the, the podcast Instagram. Check out the podcast Instagram. Please follow us. We need the followers. And show us to your friends. If you think this is a fun podcast, show your friends. Uh, we're 48 new listeners away from making $15 a month um, on the podcast. So please uh, share it to your friends. <laughs> um, but that's it. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for coming on. I'm going to leave everybody with a... Ah!